today on Podcast by the Bay, part two of our California Democratic Convention coverage here in San Francisco, and we speak with Democratic presidential candidate Julian Castro. I've called on Americans to use common sense and compassion instead of cruelty when it comes to immigration. And also Patrick walks up to a heated debate with some Make America Great protesters. Hey, I represent well, my love for this country. That's what I represent. Okay. You, came you, you came up to me. Hold on one second. Yeah, we're podcast by the bay. Oh, we do not hold political agendas. Doing. We're okay. trying to interview with right. people right now. You don't have to be here either, though. And finally, Patrick gets to test out his vocal capabilities. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans. All coming up on today's part two episode of Podcast by the Bay. Stay tuned. Podcast by the Bay is a production of Bay City Communications and is sponsored by Liberty Realty. Liberty Realty, serving the peninsula and surrounding areas since 1986 for all your real estate needs. www.liberty-realtyinvestments.com Dot com and also Highway Soul Productions www.highwaysoul.com and now another podcast by the bay all right well welcome to podcast by the bay we thank you for being with us we thank you for downloading this episode and we thank you for spreading the word to all your friends out in podcast land. And today we're going to feature part two of our coverage of the California Democratic Convention that was here in San Francisco last month. And so if you haven't heard part one yet, please go back and check it out. It's a lot of fun. We feature a electrifying speech of Bernie Sanders. We speak with presidential hopeful Eric Swalwell and also Alex Melendrez. And so today we're going to feature a lot more interviews, a lot more little snippets that we were able to pick up, um, a lot of the noise in the background. We weren't able to feature all of the clips that we actually did. We did speak with many people, many engaged uh, politicians and citizens and, and, and delegates and everything, but we weren't able to get all of it. But we were able to present pretty much the best of what we could. Um, so with that, we're going to go ahead and get to it. I hope you really enjoy this. Um, we speak with Julian Castro. Uh, there's a clip of me interviewing Danny Glover, um, Senator Weiner. Um, so yeah, um, if you have any questions, you have any feedback, please reach out to us at podcastbythebay at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at podcastbythebay is our handle or on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcastbythebay. And remember, you can listen to any of our shows 24 hours a day on any of the podcast sites, P- iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Pocket Casters, and even Spotify. So with that, signing off, this is Andre, and we're going to start off here with our exclusive interview with Julian Castro, who Patrick got to actually have a nice sit down with him for about two minutes before we, we were interrupted. So here we go. Julian Castro featured here on Podcast by the Bay. Stay tuned. Okay. Hi, Julian. I'm Patrick with Podcast by the Bay. We appreciate you coming here to the convention. Your speech was very inspirational. A couple of the comments that I had, how are we going to deal with the homelessness that we have in the state of California and in the United States? It's a growing, rapid problem. Here on the West Coast, uh, the Bay Area, 
when it comes to homelessness, and we have to rise up and meet that crisis. That means we need a much bigger investment, we need a strong partner in the federal government to invest in things like the National Housing Trust Fund, low-income housing tax credits, but also uh, in housing choice vouchers, in additional public housing, and those assets that we can use to ensure that everybody has a safe, decent place to live. Before the June debate, I'm going to release a housing plan that will include how we address homelessness in this country, because we need to approach it with a sense of urgency that it deserves. You were inspired by your policy on immigration. Would you would you like to re reiterate what you how you want to handle immigration in the United States? I'm more fully aware that it's not being handled in necessarily the most appropriate way. I've called on Americans to use common sense and compassion instead of cruelty when it comes to immigration. Uh, so we do apologize for the very short clip of a presidential candidate, Julian Castro. But unfortunately, we are interrupted by multiple people wanting to take selfies with Julian and his twin brother. So we actually had to cut this interview short because uh, there was a lot of noise that all of a sudden came in at that time. But it was a good. I actually was really enjoying it. So actually, so what we're going to do is actually we're going to play the five-minute clip of Julian Castro's speech that he did. So he actually sp spoke at the convention. And so we actually recorded about five minutes of it. So Stay tuned with that and enjoy. And also say thank you, gracias to Alex Gallardo Rucker, your interim chair, for the fine job that she's done. I'm Julian Castro, and as you can see, a lot of times I need a name tag. My brother likes to go around telling people that the way to tell us apart is that I am a minute uglier than he is, which is not true. Joaquin and I grew up with a grandmother who had come from Mexico when she was seven years old with her little sister because her parents died. She ended up on the west side of San Antonio where their closest relatives worked as a maid and cooked in a babysitter, raised my mom as a single parent. My mom was a hellraiser when she was young. She was involved in the old Chicano movement in the late 1960s and early 1970s. She raised us as a single parent. And to think that just two generations after my grandmother came to this country with nothing, that one of her grandsons is a congressman representing the city she came to, and the other is a candidate for president of the United States of America. That is our country. I'm running for president because I believe that we need new leadership with a new vision, that we need a president for all Americans, that understands that we need to move forward in the years to come as one nation with one destiny, and that destiny for our country is to be the smartest, the healthiest, the fairest, and the most prosperous nation on earth. The smartest, the healthiest, the fairest, and the most prosperous nation on earth. If we want to be the smartest nation on earth, it means we need to invest in universal pre-K for three and four-year-olds. We need to pay teachers what they deserve. We need to ensure that all children can have their needs met in the school that they go to. We need to ensure that we have universal higher education, so no matter who you are, you can go tuition-free to a public state university, community college, or job training program, or certification program, because jobs require more knowledge and more skill than ever before. If we're going to be the healthiest nation on earth, we need to change our healthcare system. My grandmother had diabetes, and right before she passed away, in 1996, she had to have one of her feet amputated, which is very common 
for folks with severe diabetes. But that whole time she had Medicare. I want to strengthen Medicare for the people who are on it and make sure that it's available to every single person in this country. If we want to be the healthiest nation, it also means that we need to protect a woman's right to get an abortion in the United States of America. If we're going to be the fairest nation on earth, we need to reimagine our justice system. You know, a few weeks ago, I was in Charleston, South Carolina, a couple blocks away from the Mother Emanuel and Amy Church. And it reminded me that four years ago, Dylan Roof went into that church and he murdered nine people. And then, a few hours later, he was apprehended without incident, as he should be. But what about Eric Garner? And what about Tamir Rice? And what about Laquan McDonald? And what about Pamela Turner? And what about Sandra Bland? And what about Jason Carroll? And what about Antonio Ossett? And what about Stephon Clark across the bay? They deserve justice too. We need to make sure that no matter who you are, you're treated the same way under the law. And we need to do simple but straightforward things like make sure that women make equal pay for equal work, and that we pass the Equal Rights Amendment, and that we pass the Equality Act. If we're going to be the most prosperous nation on earth, it has to mean prosperity for everybody. We need to raise the minimum wage in this country. We need to reform our immigration system. I was the first candidate to propose a comprehensive immigration plan that represents a completely different vision than this president. I'm asking Americans to believe that we can fix this broken system, but to do it with compassion and common sense instead of cruelty. And I know that we can. It also means that we need to invest in things like affordable housing because we have a rental affordability crisis here in California and throughout the United States. But we haven't taken it seriously for the last 40 years, or seriously enough, that we can do things like expand the low-income housing tax credit and home and CDBG funds and the National Housing Trust Fund. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that speech by Julian Castro. And so one of the things about being on the floor of the California Democratic Convention is that you're actually able to walk around and speak to people and you're running into all sorts of politicians, celebrities. And actually, so somebody actually turned around and I saw was actually Danny Glover and he was sitting right there. So I walked up to him and I wanted to ask him about the new movie that he's in. It's called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. And so that movie is about the gentrification that San Francisco is facing as well as the Bay Area. And really about how people and families are being really pushed out of their homes and their units, uh, you know, in this gentrification. And this really hits the home really hits the home for many of us people here in the Bay Area who've been through an eviction, who have been through change in a way that actually it just something is not right. Something is not right. So uh, he explains a little bit about the movie. And so I hope you guys will enjoy this little clip about uh, the last black man in San Francisco. All right. Stay tuned. Danny, that movie about San Francisco, I'm so looking forward to it. I'm have been a 40-year San Franciscan. That thing, that thing hit the heart oh, yeah. 100%. The one coming up. You, you, you love it. It's, it's, I cannot it's, wait. It's, it's really a love story of, of, love, of love poem for San Francisco. Bless you for that one. Right, Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. Podcast by the Bay reporting live with Danny Glover there talking about the last 
uh, Black Man in San Francisco movie coming up. All right, we're about to get started here. All right. Well, that was a short little quick clip with Danny Glover right before we did get started. And there was another presidential candidate speaking, so we couldn't really elaborate too much. But continuing on here, we actually bumped into Senator Wiener, one of our favorite senators we speak with uh, here in the district. And so anyways, uh, here's a very short clip of Senator Wiener outside the convention. Your feedback yeah. on the on the convention. Yeah. What was your initial feedback seeing everybody being a part of it? Um, it was a very inspiring convention, having so many uh, presidential candidates here and all the, and so much energy in the party base to make fundamental change in the country, and so it was a great convention. Sounds good. Thank you for your time, Senator Thank Wiener. You. All, right. all right, moving on, we're going to continue. So Patrick actually was walking down the street, and he's outside, and he sees some Make America Great protesters. So it was a big protest happening uh, with a group of people. So and there was a little bit of a confrontation with some other people. So Patrick actually walks up into this mix and he starts recording it. And it's a, really a lot of very interesting dialogue going on. So he actually gets to speak with one of the Make America Great protesters here uh, for a couple minutes um, until the recording uh, with the wind just overread it. So we only were able to get a couple minutes. But it is, it is very interesting to hear this. We're podcast by the bay. We do not hold political agendas. We're trying to interview with people right now. You don't have to be here either, though. Right, but what about the liberals that were yelling in their This is podcast by the bay. Your heart is going crazy that? This is podcast by the bay. We do not take positions on anything. We want to interview everybody. So come on over here. Let's tell me what you want. Let's talk. Let's talk. De-escalate. De-escalate. Hold on, hold on. I want to hear what you want to do. What do you think we need to do in this country? Stand up for America. America first. Do we need a wall? Absolutely. And we need to stop the undermining of of our sovereignty through the asylum nonsense that we have, where anybody can break into our country and then get an asylum hearing that 90% of them don't show up for. What do you do about the economic divide that we have right now in this country? We have people from all stratas. It's not just freedom, more liberty, more capitalism. Less government. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. We appreciate. You got anybody else? Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that one. I really wish we could have played the whole clip. The wind kind of got the better of us because it was an outside, and there was a lot of action going on. But it went on for another five minutes. It was very interesting, but the wind did overtake the noise so much that we couldn't actually play the entire clip. Uh, but. We definitely uh, appreciate Patrick and the Make America Great protesters for speaking with each other so we could actually hear some of that. Um, we're going to move on to an exclusive interview with uh, Iyad Al-Falka, and he was the um, Arab caucus. He was a, kind of the president. He's the outgoing president of the Arab caucus of the Democratic Party. So he had a lot of interesting things to say, perspective, and also about the his caucus and what they represent. Stay tuned. We're here at the uh, Democratic Convention. We have the grand opportunity to interview a delegate. And where are you from? I'm from uh, Orange County, uh, Irvine Assembly District 74. He's an uh, uh, Arab-American Democrat, and he is uh, also the chair. I am the outgoing chairman of the Arab-American Caucus of California Democratic Party. How big is that caucus? Well, uh, in terms of the number of the membership, we have about uh, 200 uh, members, which is a huge because most of our uh, members are delegates, and that something had to be attained through uh, election and uh, appointments through the central committee and uh, uh, elected officials as well. 
uh, we grew uh, over the years. We are one of the oldest caucuses. We were established in 1991. Um, and it wasn't something that we were uh, given on a, on a, a ladder of gold. Uh, we had to fight for it and we have to make our presence felt. We did not wait for the party uh, to give us a seat on the table. We brought our folding chair. Well, excellent. Can you, can you tell us what uh, Arab countries are represented in your caucus? Well, that's an excellent question. We have almost every single country around the world represented, not just Arab countries. The Arab, uh, the Arab American caucus is not just a caucus for people with the Arab American uh, heritage. Uh, it is open for everyone. And as the great, um, uh, uh, the great controller of uh, the state of California, that he uh, said in 2015 when she addressed the caucus, she said the Arab American caucus is the only caucus at the Democratic Party that opened our eyes to the world. Well, you know a close friend of mine, Sam Hindi. The, um, he's also the mayor of Foster City. He's two, his second term in mayor in Foster City. I know he's been instrumental on representation of, of the Arabs. Um, can you tell us what uh, Sam Hindi has done uh, in regards to the caucus to help you? He has been an, an amazing uh, ally and advisor to uh, our caucus. He always makes us uh, proud because one of the things we are missing in our community is mentoring and coaching about how to uh, be active. Um, so he has been instrumental in uh, being there when we needed him. Uh, whether it is to get his um, uh, his professional advice or his political advice about which direction we have to go in Northern California, uh, because we have our representation now in Northern California, Southern California, and we just added a new position for the forgotten region of the Central Valley. So we have the first time in history we have uh, a vice chair for Central uh, California. Well, we appreciate all your hard work. What are you getting out of this convention today, uh, besides the enthusiasm that we need to get that current president out of office? Well, uh, it's not just uh, about the president. In California, we don't follow the trend. We set the trend, and I hope we don't uh, set the trend by what happened here at the convention. Uh, I have been a supporter of uh, Kimberly Alice uh, for the uh, past run and this run. And I feel uh, there was a lot of intimidation. And um, as uh, someone who was a delegate to the DNC, I feel the trauma coming back again. So we need to work very hard on make our presence felt because our absence will be felt as well. But we have to stand our ground and make sure that we are the voice for the voiceless, challenging the status quo, and speak truth to power. We currently have a, have a regime in office for president that are not necessarily, in of some people's opinion, in support of Palestine. Can you give us some of your opinions on what, what do you think we need to do in the country to uh, build a better relationship with the Palestinian people and uh, the Jewish people? Absolutely. We have to elect Bernie Sanders. And the reason why, as a Palestinian-American, as a a grandson of uh, Palestinian refugees as a survivor of the military occupation. I live the experience, my family is still there, and there is nobody can understand what we are going through more than Bernie Sanders because uh, he thinks of the humanitarian aspect of uh, the struggle. Um, so in order to uh, be an honest broker, we have to promote justice because that will pave uh, the road to peace. So there is no justice, no peace. And we have to acknowledge the elephant in the room, 
um, that uh, it's not individual one in the office is the problem. The problem is with uh, some other elected officials in the Democratic side as well who are tampering and uh, uh, trying to pander uh, ABAC and, and other entities that they are not playing a fair hand in the struggle. Well, we appreciate your candidness in telling us about that. Um, we wish the, uh, the people of Palestine and Israel that somehow they, they can form some kind of peace or coalition or some type of land back to the Palestinians that they rightfully deserve. But we at Podcast by the Bay don't take any political points of view, but we admire anybody that's outspoken and telling us what the people need to hear, and they need to hear it from the people. Can you give us anything else that you got away from the convention that you're really proud of that you, you learned today? I, I am very optimistic with the energy of the young uh, people. We, the future is ours. We have a lot of millennials who are not giving up. Uh, I remember when I was their age, it was very easy to uh, get turned off by uh, the politics of the party, but I see them coming back. Uh, I have been a delegate for about six years, and I have been seeing a lot of young people growing in the party and contributing to the party and bringing that positive energy that we need. They keep pushing. They are not, uh, they are not uh, turned away uh, by the intimidation or by any uh, aspect that might deter them. Uh, one of the worst things we take from this uh, convention is the cost. Uh, uh, every time I come to uh, the Bay Area, I have to spend about $1,000 just on lodging and, um, and travel. And, and there's nothing fancy. Well, no, we appreciate that. I, I thought I heard a lot of enthusiasm from the young people. We had a lot of observers. We had college students. We had college professors. We had the working class people. Do you I'm have any? Professor yeah. Well. Well, you're a college. Where, yes. do you te- where do you teach at? Uh, well, I teach with uh, National University and a couple other private uh, institution. I teach healthcare management and policy. Excellent. Well, congratulations on that. Um, one of the major problems in the state of California right now is housing. Do you have any takes and did you learn anything from any of these elected officials or policymakers on how do we how do we tackle this problem how with the ta- shortage? Uh, the, the way we can tackle this problem by taking money out of politics because the problem with all elected officials who are uh, not addressing the rent is too damn high is because they are in the back pocket of the developers. Uh, gentrification is not something that will help the working class. It's not going to help us move forward. Uh, housing is a human right. This should not be uh, how we are going uh, in this direction. I, it's very shameful that we are leading the nation in the homelessness. Very shameful. We also have a health care issue. You, had, uh, you heard from at least four or five or maybe six of the candidates running for president. Do you think Medicare is the answer, or single payer? Or do you think there's another idea out there yet to uh, surface? I believe uh, Medicare for All is the solution he, uh, because I strongly believe that uh, he, uh, healthcare is a human right. And if anybody asks us like how we're going to pay for it and how much we're going to pay for it, we're going to pay for it zero. Just like how much Amazon paid for the taxes, they paid zero. So we have to stop the corporate welfare, and that's how we can uh, have uh, the nation moving uh, for uh, dignity for all, justice for all, and Medicare for all. Do you have a website for this Arab caucus that you might want to put on the air here for the listeners so yes. that they may engage themselves in the process? Yes, we have a, a 
Facebook page. We are going with the trend right now. A lot of people they are on the social media. So our Facebook page uh, is the Arab American Caucus of California Democratic Party. So it's all spelled out, Arab American Caucus of California Democratic Party. On behalf of Podcast by the Bay, we want to thank you for participating in the convention and we look forward to seeing what progress that caucus can do. Congratulations. Thank you very much and thanks for giving us the opportunity. All right. Well, thanks to Iyad Alfalka for his perspective from the Arab Caucus of California here. And uh, we're going to go down to the floor now, Patrick, because he likes to walk around, get into the event halls, get into the exhibition halls, and just walk around and start talking to people. So here's a fun where he meets a group from Southern California and a lot of their perspectives, and uh, they go into a nice song here. So hope you're going to enjoy this one. Stay tuned. You guys are all from Southern California, right? Yeah. San Diego. Welcome. Yeah. I'm from Northern California. All right, all right, all right. This is an exciting crowd. I'm podcast by the Bay. How are your feelings today? Are you enjoying this convention? Of course I am. I'm all here right. with my Team Rubio colleagues. All right, okay. Team Rubio. Oh, I figured, I figured that out, guys. Now, I saw that. Oh, I saw that coming. And, you know, did you guys meet the Trumpers outside with no, the mega no, no. hats? We got some interviews with them. Stay tuned on Podcast by the Bay. You can listen to the interviews with the Trumpers. All it's right. interesting. Great. Thank, you. Thank you. Okay, are you guys still awake? Yeah. Almost. Almost. I don't, we're getting ready for a happy hour coming oh, yeah, up. Absolutely. Podcast absolutely. by the Bay. Who do you want to see win? Primo. Primo, Primo. Are you for Primo? Primo. Okay, Primo. 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 It's all Primo. Primo. Primo the Latino. That's right. All right, I got it. I got it. How about Beto O'Rourke? Do we want Beto O'Rourke? No, no. Oh, we got a Beto O'Rourke up there. That's okay. Who's a Bernie Sanders fan? No. No. All right. How about Harris? How about Harris? Any Harris fans? All right. I think we're a little undecided yet. We want to. We want to see. You want to see all the kids? You're doing the research. I like that. I like She's your one and two interview. Right there. Okay. You, uh, you want me to interview this lady here? No. Why? No, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? why? Is she going to tell me a story? She can sing for you. Too. Oh no. You're going to sing. No, I'm not going to sing. That's What's all your name? My name's Cruz Baca. Are you? Sing. Oh, you got to sing. Everybody's asking. Are you going to sing? God bless America. Do it. But everybody's got to join me if I'm going to do God Bless America. All right, on a call of one, two, three. God God bless bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above. From the mountains to the prairies. To the oceans, wide with love. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet home. Yeah, there you go. That's Patrick there letting it out with his vocals with some of the fellow participants and delegates there at the California Democratic Convention right there on the floor. So now we're going to turn to one of the city councilmen from Saratoga who's also running for U.S. Congress, and that's Rishi Kumar. And so Rishi Kumar is running for U.S. Congress, 
And so we got about maybe a minute and a half of this clip because also the wind kind of got the better of us on this one. But we did get a little clip of them, and we're happy to present Rishi Kumar, who's running for U.S. Congress from the South Bay. Stay tuned. Mr. Kumar, are you, I'm with Podcast by the Bay. It's an honor. What are you doing here? Are you running for something? Yes, I'm running for Congress from Silicon Valley. Well, we appreciate Mr. Kumar. I did meet you. I was a delegate for the party, but this year I'm not. I'm representing Podcast by the Bay. Well, let me give you a real leading question. In San Mateo and Santa Clara County, we do not have a transit district. Bart, Caltrain, Sam Tram are all fighting for the same federal and state tax dollars. Don't you think it's long overdue that we have some kind of connection with all of these transportation? Exactly. I mean, our transportation system is completely broken. I mean, there's no real plan for a mass transportation system. So I really like Elon Musk's plan to build tunnels, you know, where the plan, the step A is to actually have cars that are driving in the tunnels. And the step B is you roll out the hyperloop. You got to think of the future. We cannot go with the old train systems like the bullet trains and all that. So you might have caught some of the end of that. Uh, Rishi Kumar was actually talking about his perspective on transportation and really unifying, making a transportation district and some of his perspective. So I think finally we're going to sign off. But before we do that, we're going to send Patrick back onto the floor, interviewing the real people, the real delegates, the real people in exhibit hall, just to see what's happening out there at the convention. And from that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. So with that, stay tuned. We're going to be entering the exhibit hall, and the exhibit hall is where everybody puts their literature. And we're here, and we, we're right in front of democracy needs everyone. Free, free the vote. De Democrats need everyone free the vote is ACA6, a free vote, California. So we're going to talk to some of the people out here. Can you tell us what you guys are all about? This is Pat from the podcast by the Bay. Can somebody tell me? I'm going to let her speak to you. Okay. Hi, I'm Patrick with Podcast by the Bay, the biggest political party out here. We want to know what are you guys all about. So we're working to restore the right to vote to people on parole in California. There are about 50,000 people who are living in our communities, paying taxes, raising families, and they're being denied the right to have a voice in the policies and the representatives that shape their lives. Well, we've had a wonderful opportunity to, to interview your assemblyman, Phil Ting. We had it. We were in his office. We applaud you guys for this cause. And uh, where are all you guys from? Um, we are from the Free the Vote California Coalition. We're a coalition of ten different nonprofit grassroots civil rights organizations, um, and we're also co-sponsored by uh, Alex Padilla, the Secretary of State. Okay, they have T-shirts. Democracy needs everyone. Congratulations. Keep up the fight, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, we're also. We're going by NUHW, National Union of Healthcare Workers. And I'm going to speak with who, who am I talking with? Dan Martin. Dan yeah. Martin, can you tell us what you're, you're all about? Sure. So we represent about 4,000 mental health professionals, clinicians, psychologists, uh, social workers who work day in and day out in the mental health field. Uh, and yeah, we're fighting for parity, for mental health, alongside hi. medical care, oh. and yeah, wanting uh, yeah. the providers yeah. such as Kaiser Permanente and other providers to provide the mental health care their patients okay. are A, paying for, but more importantly, that their patients need. Yeah, right. And so that's why we're fighting with Kaiser right now, because we need more mental health professionals to care for those needing mental health care. 
We applaud you uh, by podcast by the Bay. We've interviewed all of the uh, assemblymen in the peninsula, uh, Assemblyman Phil Ting, Assembly Mark Berman, Assemblyman Kevin Mullins, and some of your candidates for state senator for Jerry Hill's position. We applaud you. Mental health has to be dealt with. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you much. very much. All right, we're, you know what, we're, we're approaching a thing called Schools Community First. Hello. Can you tell us, I met a lot of your fans out there, what is this all about? Yeah, so Schools and Communities First is a ballot measure that will be on the 2020 November ballot and it will generate $11 billion a year for our schools and local communities. Okay, and what's the ballot number? What is it on there so people are looking for it? What is it called? Oh, well, actually, since this is November 2020, we don't have a number yet. Okay. Uh, right now, we're just the Schools and Communities First initiative. Okay, now you have a button that says Reform 13. Is this part of Reform Prop 13? Yes, we're working to reform the commercial side of Prop 13. Prop 13 was passed to protect people, uh, but what a lot of folks don't know is it also covers commercial property. So Chevron and Wells Fargo and Shell still have Prop 13 protections. That's costing our schools and local communities $11 million. Well, all, I think we all have to realize Prop 13 has its downside. We also realized that we had to fight back with the state of California to make sure we got that money back under 13. This happened about 10 or 15 years ago, so we appreciate the fight. Hey, thank you very much. This is going to be really important. All the delegates here should sign our pledge to support schools and communities first so we can make sure that we bring $11 billion back to the schools well, I applaud you. And we want, you know, we're adamant about mental health. I'm glad you've got that gentleman right next door to you. We need to have mental health come back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, we're mostly around California School Employees Association. I'm a teacher. You know what? I'm a teacher, too. What are you guys doing here? We're, we're not teachers. Okay, you're we're, we're the classified school employees. We're the foundation the of the school. The All right. Custodians, okay. the maintenance workers, food service. Secretaries, all the people that provide the environment so that teachers can teach and kids can learn. So what are we going to do about housing? we got a housing problem not only for teachers, yeah, but for you guys. Work with Absolutely. Yes. My kids are all cramping up last night. I know. I know. I know. All right. If I don't see you. Well, we appreciate California uh, School Employees uh, Association being here at the well, we welcome you by podcast by the bay. Thank you. Okay, it looks like we're going to a booth that everybody wants their picture with celebrities here. Who are we talking about? Okay. Oh, I can see those wonderful people. So we'll have to get some pictures. Can you tell us what you're all about here? I'm with podcast by the bay. What's this booth all about? I'm with RTBI Well, I, I see. I'm going to have to get some pictures of all those famous women over there. You absolutely are. The theme here is iconic women. Iconic women. Oh, right. Right on. Thank you. I will do that. We're podcast by the bay. That's great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed the coverage of the California Democratic Convention here from Podcast by the Bay. We would like to thank all of our guests and all of the people we were actually able to speak with. We did speak with other people, too, who we weren't able to get onto the show because of the wind or the other recording noise that was going on in the background. It was so loud, so we actually weren't able to present it. People like Jane Kim, who uh, we spoke upon uh, she works now on Bernie's campaign, but she's also the San Francisco supervisor. And, you know, she actually ran for mayor uh, of San Francisco. So we did speak with her. We spoke we spoke with Fiona Ma, who's actually the, uh, the state treasurer. 
Um, and also we spoke with uh, Daly City Mayor and Daly City Council people, among many, many others who we actually got to speak with. So with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off, and I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll catch you on the next time Podcast by the Bay. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcast by the Bay. You can contact us by email at podcastbythebay at gmail.com. Podcast by the Bay is a production of Bay City Communications and is sponsored by Liberty Realty. Liberty Realty, serving the peninsula and surrounding areas since 1986 for all your real estate needs www.liberty-realtyinvestments.com and also Highway Soul Productions www.highwaysoul.com You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast by the Bay as our handle or on Facebook facebook.com slash podcast by the bay and remember you can listen to any of our episodes anytime on any podcast site until next time stay tuned <laughs>